one of the movie podcast. My name is Richard. With me is Greg. Hello. And Johnny. That's also what I call my cardiovascular sessions. <laughs> and you may also hear in the background the small noises coming from one Parker. Yep, she is well rested. She's very excited about this movie. She watched it with yes. me through her eyelids. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's like her second film that she's had to watch. I won't tell you what the first one is. Does it rhyme with Mon of the Dead? Uh, oddly enough, no. No, it was not. Okay. It was Age of Ultron. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> See, Richard laughs until we have to watch it. Nope, nope, nope. Wait, remember the rules. One person can have veto power. It's fine. <laughs> I am going to... Oh, not strangle my child with my microphone cord. There we go. Okay. I need to reposition so, this a little bit. We watched Shaun of the Dead. And now we have watched Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz is a 2007 action comedy starring Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Directed by Edgar Wright and written by Wright and Simon Pegg. It is the second movie in the Cornetto trilogy. It grossed $80.7 million on an estimated $12 million budget. It's pretty impressive, man. And in my opinion, it's really the movie that brought Simon Pegg into the mainstream. Um, I know we talked about this a little bit, I think, last week. But if you go back and you look at Simon Pegg's filmography... Like, it really takes off after Shaun of the Dead and then after uh, Hot Fuzz. Like, directly after Shaun of the Dead, he lands Mission Impossible 3 as Benji. And that's really it. Like, he's not in a lot of other stuff directly following Shaun of the Dead. But after Hot Fuzz, you know, he gets a lot of movies that come his way. That's also when he lands Star Trek. And he does Paul and you know, all of these movies that I don't think he gets without Hot Fuzz. Yeah. So uh, Hot Fuzz is basically an action comedy. It is about a London police officer who gets sent to a small town um, in the English countryside. What would you call uh, back and- home the boondocks? That's where he ended up. He ended up in the boondocks of England. Yes. <laughs> um, and the long story short is not all is as it seems. <laughs> um, I think when you watch this movie, it's pretty easy to tell within about 15 seconds that Timothy Dalton's the villain. <laughs> um, if for no other reason, than if you're going to cast Tim- Timothy Dalton, it's going to be in a big role. Yeah. Um, but honestly, like this movie, I, I I watched it again for the first time probably in five years. Um, and I love this movie. I love this movie so much. Uh, it is just it is pitch perfect from beginning to end. Yeah. Uh, if you're someone who likes you know basically action comedy movies and in particular you know like your buddy cop movies. It just, it nails it. 
Uh, Greg, what are your thoughts, buddy? Uh, I, I really truly forgot how funny that movie was. I was generally laughing throughout the whole thing. Um, it's just like certain things. Maybe when the first first couple times I watched it, I didn't catch. Um, just a little quibs back and forth between the different people. Uh, and then also, like watching Shaun of the Dead beforehand, kind of helps you get you back back into that comedy space in a sense. Yeah, it's not the type of comedy you would you'd watch in the U.S. And as a side note, it's a it is a completely different movie if you have subtitles turned on. Yeah, because there are there are a couple of characters who intentionally you can't understand a word they say. Right. And with subtitles turned on, you're like, oh, OK. Oh, OK. I, I, I understand all of that now. I can't th- right. can't think of the actor's name or the role that he had in Harry Potter. Miss Norris's owner. Uh, Filch. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he's yeah. You don't know what he's saying either. Right. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's you know uh, the point of his character. Uh, and as a side note, his name is David Bradley. He also played the first Doctor in Doctor Who. Yes. Nice. Well, I think that's part. Of, I think that's what comes down to it. Like uh, the translation scene is kind of perfect explaining that movie. If you were to watch <laughs> that piece, it just because it, as it goes through the translations, you start understanding a little bit more. Then he turns around, asks him, and then back and forth that thing. There was just so yeah, many. The, the, the that character movie. that you can barely understand what he's saying the whole movie is now translating for a character that you can't understand a word he's saying. Right. And they're both speaking English. And then Nick right. Frost translates it a third time just to make sure that he knows what's going on. Right. Yeah. So then the so Sean or oh my God, Officer Angle. Frost. Oh Nick yeah. Frost. Yeah, I can't remember his first name. For Angel Nicholas, Nicholas Angel. Nicholas Angel. Nicholas Angle. Angle. Thanks, thanks to the journalist. Right. It's like there were so many little things, like misspelling the words, in being yeah. part of the um, part of the newspaper and and, was... and remember, we're not going to go deep in spoilers here. Yeah. But it's you know one of the really great things about a mystery is when they're able to come at you and both give you all the pieces and still surprise you. Right. And this movie gives you all the pieces to the who, what, when, where, and why, but they still surprise you by the end of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Johnny, thoughts on Hot Fuzz? Just broad thoughts. It's funny because like, I think it's one of the lesser known facts that I actually went through and entered police college before physical, right? Uh, before physical limitations ended up with my rapid departure from said program. Um, and it's so funny because between Frost and Peg, you have the literal two archetypes of people who go into policing. (laughs) There is, there's no middle ground. It is one or the other. Once they get through the college, then it's, you know, you see some of the, like, change in philosophy. But, I mean, it's it's so funny because there's so many tropes that, like, yes, we all sat down multiple times and watched Point Break. Yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of guys are like, man, Bad Boys is my favorite movie. And I'm like, 
I'm so sorry to hear that. <laughs> I guess my background coming from Cool Hand Luke is a little bit different as to why I got into law enforcement. Um, but it's, I, I really enjoyed this. It was the first, and I think, I think as far as this film goes, if you're looking for, I know. Sorry, we got we got some commentary running right here. I we're gonna need someone to translate this two or three times before we can get it. Um, by far, I think what was probably the best written film of the three. Um, this is one that like yeah I find occasionally just a callback to last week. Shaun of the Dead at times I feels a little bit slow. It's not a bad thing, but like I I tend to just start to feel kind of. <laughs> it's almost like life of Brian a little bit where like, unless you're really into some of that sense of humor for like British styling, you, you're probably going to wear out on it at some point, a little tiny bit and then come back again. Um, Shaun of the dead at times just feels a little, it's just, just slow is not the right word either. Um, it moves along purposefully. Like it's, it's, they've, they've done it in a very specific way. Whereas I feel like hot fuzz just kind of flows really, really well. This is, I mean, hot fuzz is 121 minutes. So it's two full hours, but it's really hard for it to feel like that. Like it does not feel like a two hour movie. Like if you told me it was a tight 90 minutes, I would be like, Oh yeah. Okay. I could see that. But like from the second you turn it on, there's there's no there's no point where I want to get up and use the bathroom because here's the lull in the story. Yeah, it's just like it, it's the pacing's better. The pacing is better. That's what I wanted to say. It's better paced yeah, it than it's, Shaun of the Dead. A, it is a crisp script, open to close. Um, that being said, um. We have now watched two of the three movies in the Cornetto trilogy, mm-hmm. and we will be watching the third next week. Uh, so we will have thoughts probably on all three combined uh, by the time it's all said and done. Um, now, we have a few things that we talk about with all of these movies. Uh, so the first question is, what worked? Um, and I have a couple things that I'd like to point out. Um First and foremost, the cast. Um, the cast just, it it nailed the cast just across the board. And I'm not just talking about Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Because you got Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. You've also got Jim Broadbent, who is probably best known as um, being in the Harry Potter movies as, uh, oh God, what is his character? Um... I don't remember. Isn't he one of the ministers? Isn't he one of the ministers, or he works at the Ministry of Magic? No, he um, he is one of the professors. He joins the school in like the sixth movie, I think. Uh, what's his What's his freaking character's name, Greg? In Harry Potter. Oh, wait a second. Doesn't Harry go to visit him too? Yes. And he's in the room, and the guy's kind of, like, goofy and a little bit weird. Slughorn. Slughorn. Yeah. Professor Slughorn. Okay. Um, I'm like, I need to know what you're talking about. But it's not just that. They got Patty Considine. They got Timothy Dalton. And then 
you start just going off just a little bit. Yeah, like yeah, Steve, from the Steve main Merchant characters. too. Yeah, you have Stephen Merchant in a blink and you miss a cameo. You have Timothy. Uh, you have Bill Nye and Mar- uh, Martin another, Freeman in the same scene. And Martin Freeman and um, oh, Steve Coogan. Yes, sorry, I couldn't think. And of then name. on top of all that, in a mask, never seen and uncredited, Kate Blanchett. <laughs> Kate Blanchett plays his ex girlfriend. Oh, really? <laughs> I did yeah. not know that, but I didn't, it's, I it didn't makes so much sense. That's hilarious. I, 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 I didn't catch it. <laughs> I hope I she and David are well. This. I hope she and David are doing well. Yeah. Not Bob. David. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, dude, that is such a great scene. That's one of those things that like. That's like so uniquely British. Like that, just that little like cheeky, just kind of like backdrop or the timing of it. <laughs> it's just, hello. <laughs> just keep going. That's it. And, and it's one of those things that like. Hello. It's one of the other beautiful things about this movie that I really love is they put a lot of care into the little things in the movie. You know, there is not a scene or a section that doesn't have a little something going on in the background or isn't setting up something that's going to come back around again in the end. Yeah. You know, uh, the chick, when he's um, when he's coming out for the first time, uh, you know, in his police uniform and she gets on the radio and she goes, here's that Sergeant Angel. Look at his arse. <laughs> and then they come back later when he's on the horse and she goes, there's that Sergeant Angel. Look at his horse. <laughs> but there's there's a lot of that. There's so much of that. I mean, uh, to a certain extent, it's almost like writing the second half of the movie must have been a breeze after they wrote the first half because they were like, okay, cool. Uh, we got the first half. Now just do everything in reverse. Yeah. We got to pay off that joke from the first six minutes. How are we going to do that? We just changed the <laughs> yeah. word. Yeah. <laughs> the crossword puzzle scene is also one of my favorite ones. Hag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And use, again, they use it again. pays off at the end of the movie. Yes. Yep. Oh, man. There's so many points in that movie. You're just kind of... Because you have to pay attention to all the pieces. If you don't pay attention, then you're kind of stuck with missing part of the humor. And I think I think it's a movie that you could, if you wanted to, turn on in the background, play on your phone, do work, whatever, and still be okay. But if you actually pay attention to it, it is just a substantially more fulfilling experience. Yeah. I, I've, I'm going to counter that a little bit. I don't think you're going to be able to stay distracted with this as a white noise film in the background i think this is one where you're going to be like oh i gotta send some emails let me just put this on you're not sending those emails right <laughs> i think Shaun of the dead is a movie that will but i think this one's not one i i literally stopped what i was doing to watch it yeah i put it on like oh i'm gonna watch this while i'm doing something else this is then one I that you're gonna movie. yeah you're gonna be checked in for this i it's <sighs> If there was one that we had to rewatch and someone is like, you can only watch one of these three, this is probably going to be it. Um, yeah. But Richard, what didn't work for you in this? You know, I have said that we're not going to go too deep on spoilers and my what didn't work is a pretty massive spoiler. Uh, I will try to be somewhat high level, but it's it's honestly, it's the very ending of the film. Well, not the very ending. The last 30 seconds is fantastic. Yeah. But it's what happens right before that. Yeah. 
Um, and it's and it's a nitpick. Like I say that. Like I still enjoy the movie. It doesn't ruin it for me. I'm just like, eh. Uh, what? Uh, I'm sorry. Did either of you guys have anything else you wanted to add for what worked? Um, honestly, uh, Simon Pegg is a straight man in this. <laughs> I just like it's. Eh. He blends it so like. If you never saw another film where he played any type of comedic role, if you just looked at this, you would think good actor with like the potential to be pretty funny without realizing like Simon Pegg is actually hilarious. Yeah. But his range is also impressive. And I think this is the first time where we maybe saw a little bit of that and it kind of translated and parlayed that into run fat boy run as well. Where like you, you genuinely just, are so happy for the and like anyone who has ever in their life tried to run sorry to get on to another film you really like empathize with that character and i think we saw the beginnings of that with this film yeah because world's end he just uh, i can't believe i i'm not gonna veto it but i was this close <laughs> we, we we've already agreed we've already announced it we gotta watch all three movies we will watch we wanted it. to veto it the time would have been two weeks ago so um yeah, it's what worked for me was the way that Simon Pegg kind of carried the straight man position in this a little bit. And uh, Timothy Dalton just slimy as shit, always. I, oh, I yeah. feel like that's not even him acting. I just feel like they're like, hey, T. Dalt, come on in. Just uh, be yourself. <laughs> just, be, just, just be you. Here you go. Um, quick question. World's End. Pierce Brosnan in that? I don't think so. I thought Pierce Brosnan was in one of these ones as well. Maybe I was confused. Um, I don't think so. I mean, At World's End, which is the next movie that we will discuss. <laughs> I like that you're looking no, it up sorry, right now. No, it's The World's End. Yeah. Um, you know, it's we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Are you actually trying it, to look this up right now? Yeah, I, I did. It's in. It, it's kind of interesting because, like, it, I felt like there was a lot more people in this that I would recognize, and there is not. Yeah, it is just Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, Patty Considine, and Martin Freeman. Oh no, Pierce Brosnan is in it. Okay, thank you. I was like, man, Jesus Christ, I thought I don't they did a, that at all. I thought they did a good job of um, <laughs> really working the James Bond actors in. Apologies. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, this is kind of cool. I'm excited to see, um, I wouldn't say two of the better Bonds, but not two of the worst ones. No, that's valid. It's not like they cast Roger Moore. We're fine. <laughs> um, what didn't work for me in this? Uh, some of the, some of the deaths, I think. It, it's interesting because... Watching them back to back, you watch Shaun of the Dead, and there's really like one gore death in Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. And then you watch this, <laughs> and there are a million gore deaths in it. I can't even like, talk about if, the favorite one because it's going to spoil things. Like, if you just told me that someone was watching, like they were filming Shaun of the Dead. And at the very end of filming Shaun of the Dead, that's when they filmed the one dude getting ripped apart. And Edgar Wright was like, holy shit. 
I got to work this into my next movie. <laughs> it wouldn't shock me. You feel like they just got really, really baked and watched Final Destination. They're like, oh, shit, dude, we can weave this in. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We, let, we, let, we can let, use let, this. <laughs> yeah, let's think of all the ways that people can just get absolutely <laughs> murdered and we can make blood splurt out where their heads used to be. Because there are a lot of destroyed heads in this movie. Yeah, there's a lot of watermelon use. A lot of watermelon. <laughs> Gallagher's not impressed because there was not one hammer. um no that's i i think that's the one thing that kind of didn't really for me um there was like evil parts felt like they kind of pulled from scream a little bit with the robes and everything like that um it's just like i i loved as well how they set everything up the second you heard them say for the greater good you're like oh these white people are off yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. No white person has ever said that and be like, you know what? I'm not going to drink the Kool Aid. <laughs> so it's they did a good job setting that up where you were like, oh no, where's where's the other shoe going to drop? Because they already previewed it. They already teed this up. When's it coming? And oddly enough, it was. Yeah. Uh, I just <laughs> I love that he finally gives in to the Cornetto. Yeah. Anything from the shop? Cornetto. <laughs> so for the next film, I'm going to make sure I go get a box of drumsticks and that is when I'm going to eat through the entirety of it because something better be enjoyable about the world's end. There are things that are enjoyable about it. Man, you and I talked about this the other night. No, there is not. <laughs> no, there is. There are things that are enjoyable about it. It's just, it's not the sum of its parts. That's that's the end of it. It's, it's not. It's. We get the fence gag and I'm done. <laughs> Okay, anyway, uh, Gregory. Yes, sir. What worked, buddy? What worked or didn't work? Well, have you done what worked yet? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> what all... didn't work? <laughs> uh, there wasn't nothing that was glaring to me. I think mostly the, the biggest issue I had is there were some scene inconsistencies, like during certain shots. Um, like when he was eating the ice cream cone the first time. He eats the whole thing, and then the next scene, he has it back in his hand. Yeah, because he has the second ice cream sitting in his lap the whole time. It was literally at the same point where you just eat it. It's, it's second ice cream, obviously. No, it's not. Wait, you don't go in and buy one. But the movie only shows him <laughs> buying one. Craig's like, F you. <laughs> Stop trying to explain this. You're selling me a bad bill of goods, boys. I'm not buying. <clears throat> Um, yeah, I, I would wrap those up as well as the, uh, satisfying ending of the entire Weasley family. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, everyone's going to be like, wait, what? Yeah. Watch this movie. And then you'll know what the fuck I'm talking about. (laughs) Um, okay. So here's a loaded question. Do you need to watch something else first? No. I think yes. I, I think the answer is yes. With a caveat. Go watch Point Break. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about Bad Boys 2. Here's what happens. Slow motion rounding shots by Michael Bay with <laughs> lens flares and explosions. The end. Go watch Point Break. 
it's literally all you got to do it's it, the 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 jokes lend themselves to it if you can find a copy of the chuck norris film that nick frost is looking at in the grocery store and you want to have two hours of your life you're never getting back by all means go find that one as well because that it's it's funny because it's so bad but yes um okay i will retract my previous statement you need to watch point break or watch this then watch point break after because then i think it's more fun to catch some of the easter eggs from this film in that one yeah that's the order thinking you had to watch sean of the dead also just for the term to kind of catch the type of humor I don't think you have have to watch Shaun of the Dead, but I do think that it helps. And I don't know if you necessarily have to watch Point Break as much as you just you have to have a working knowledge of those late nineties, early two thousands bonkers action movies. Yeah. Like you could just as easily watch uh, Bad Boys and Bad Boys Two, or uh, Too Fast, Too Furious is another good example. You watch Too Fast, Too Furious, and then watch this, and you're going to be like, okay, I see entirely what this is making fun of. I will allow it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Guys, is this a recommend for you? This is required viewing. Yeah, 100%. I completely agree. This This is a film that if you haven't seen it, I, I think I, I don't want us to be the people that are like oh my god you haven't seen this you need to see this movie no like it's I, <laughs> other than Age of Ultron this is the most required viewing in cinematic history I'm not hearing anything from the other guy on the show who consistently watches Ghost Rider with Nicolas Cage on purpose yeah see my daughter is upset look what you did she's mad that you watch Nicolas Cage Ghost Rider she wishes that you would finally watch Ghost Rider 2 and understand what I'm talking about. I, listen, the chopper scene was enough for, like, eye diarrhea that I just, I feel like I got pink eye watching that movie. Um, yeah, I, no, in, in all seriousness, this is, this is a an, an enjoyable movie that I think if you have not had the opportunity to watch, you need to watch. Yes, uh, I agree. Open to close, you will have a good time with this movie. Yep. And, and I, maybe it's... at some point we'll have the, the dark trilogy where it'll be movies that you won't have a good time during. And I'll be like, <laughs> don't watch this. But but today's not that day. Wait until the series of movies where we have to watch our most reviled films of all time. <laughs> Each one of us has to pick one. I already got Richard's. No. <laughs> uh, you think it's Ultron? Nope. But I'm not telling you because I'm going to hang on to it because it's more fun to just be like, Kel Surprise. Look what we're watching this week. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. It's. There aren't a lot of movies. Like, I'm not going to say this is like up there with like a Rocky requirement or like. good fellas it's but like if you enjoy funny graphic deaths uh, it's 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 got a little bit of everything for everybody i think and i mean at the end of the day if you don't like the british sense of humor 
to quote the greatest wrestler on the planet right now go fuck yourself (laughs) (laughs) yeah and here's the thing i'm just gonna be honest like this movie is not entirely pure british humor to me it's it's not um this is like Shaun of the dead is yeah it is um i think this is a good like transition film for that kind of stuff i'm not saying you're gonna like watch this and be like oh yo i can't wait to go watch life of brian because your your eyes are gonna bleed and you're gonna sleep for two and a half hours but like that dry that dryness isn't necessarily there they almost touch on a little bit i i know i know i i understand you love my tip python we get it you don't have to keep telling everybody it's it's mm-hmm. the shrimp tempura of british humor minister of funny dances over here that's what's going on I, I i don't understand um but yeah i think it's a good kind of like segue film for if you're not sure where to start with like if you want to get into some british films and like there's stuff that you've wanted to watch but you haven't been able to she is very yeah, no, upset it... that you're saying any of this right now <laughs> she's okay um, no, I, I, I do though. I, I agree with you. It's, it is, it is the, it's the gateway drug to enjoying British films. And that doesn't mean that you necessarily have to watch this and be like, I'm watching every season of Doctor Who starting in 1963 right afterwards. Um, but I think that if you are watching it, there's a good chance that you'll be like, Hey, you know, maybe I will try other British films. Yeah. And if I'm being completely honest, you know, watching this and then watching Shaun of the Dead, if you didn't watch it beforehand, not a bad pick. Uh, another not a bad pick, Ron Fapple at Ron. Uh, Love Actually as well. There's a lot of really good, like, romantic comedies that I think if you want to get into the British sense of humor, there's really good options. Like Four Weddings and a Funeral, another good one. Apparently, Parker does not agree. Uh, but like even Ashley, there's, there's been a few that I've had her watch that she really enjoyed. So, I mean, there is options out there. I think if that's something you want to check out, if it's something you haven't done, if you have a VPN and you're going UK Netflix, Hot Fuzz is a good place to start. I I think it's a good, like, just kind of get your feet wet. Just dibble your toes in the water a little bit. (laughs) And if I remember correctly, it is available on Peacock. Peacock. Boom. That's where I watched it. As is Shaun of the Dead. The only one that is not is going to be our film from next week, which is available only on Amazon Prime, as far as I could tell from the list. I know, Richard, you have your digital copies and all those things. Um, but yeah, if you want to watch it, I believe next week it is three ninety nine on Amazon, and you can join us in your suffering. <laughs> not looking forward to that one. I'm... We'll see how it goes. I mean, I... No, I, I again. I don't remember it being terrible, but it's not as good as the other two. I am gonna be so big to watch this. It's almost, it's almost a loss that we can't live record or watch this film. I mean, good. I'm gonna be. Useful. I don't think you understand. I'm gonna look like I just had like four root canals. <laughs> it's, it's not gonna be good. It's not gonna be an attractive situation. Um, but no, this is, I think this is a triple recommend for each, like all three of us are on board with this. Um, this is a film that each of us has watched multiple times as well. I mean, I, I feel bad. I kind of had to speed through it a little bit this time just cause like 
I have a five-month-old, so unfortunately, <laughs> two hours is not great. I think I watched the chipmunk version this time at like 1.8 times the speed. Uh, also, super funny watching that. Um, but yeah, it's... I, when I edit the podcast and, and actually go to cut things, I listen at about 1.75 times, and I have heavily considered releasing a podcast at 1.75 times just to see how people react to it. I feel like we should do that for the Christmas episode so that we all sound like elves. <laughs> uh, no, this is a good one. Uh, I'm almost sad that we're two-thirds of the way through our first like foray into this new format. Um, do you guys realize, as of this month, it's <laughs> it's been like 12 years. Uh, no. Was it 12 or 11? I thought it was 11. 12. It was 12. 12. Okay, listen. It's Canadian math. Leave me alone. I do well, what I yeah, want. It, it, you know, everything is 10% uh, more expensive down there. So 10% more time. So 12. There you go. Down. Children should have been left behind in that program. <laughs> Canada is America's hat. <laughs> I, I am aware. Um, and and Mexico is the pants. It's one leg. It's great. Was <laughs> it make Florida? The oh, no, you nope. know what it makes Florida. Nope. Nope. You know what it makes Florida. Nope. I listen. I am. I can tell. I've matured since my daughter got here because I didn't go for the low hanging fruit that time. I'm proud of myself. This is growth, boys. <laughs> um, little quick bit, Greg. Yes. Hockey's back. Enjoy it, dude. Yeah, I know. Avs won already. We don't need to go into it. In the opening match. We're super excited. The Blackhawks got the best prospect in hockey right now. It's pretty exciting. And uh, that's all I got to say about that. It's a really good time of year, unless you're a fan of the Reds, White Sox, or Jays, which, <laughs> fuck my life. Uh, next week, the world's end. Super excited. Um, this is going to be a rough one. I'm going to try to find a highlight. I'm going to try to find something I think works. Mm. Um, there will be things that work I, I, I believe that uh, above and beyond that Richard if they want to get a hold of you how can they contact you you can get a hold of me at Richard versus for right now we'll see if that handle changes it, I know Greg's not going to so Greg what is it <laughs> <laughs> at whoa Greggy what's, what's your handle from four shows ago <laughs> There it goes, man. I want to try to find another one. Uh, <laughs> clicking the button and clicking change is too much for Greg. If yep. you want to get a hold of me right now, you can do through do so through at Johnny Rudo on Twitter. I will be, I, I think, before the end of the year, porting all of my socials over to Blue Sky. Um, it's, uh, without going into details, it's just a wasteland on Twitter. We're all apologetic. I will start a Blue Sky account for the show, so you can contact us there. You can find our wares on Spotify. You can also find us momentarily on Apple Podcasts. And at some point, you may be able to find us on the third one that didn't work. And I know Richard just told us I wasn't really listening. Google, iHeart, all those other fun places. If there's a place that has podcasts, we will be there soon. 
If you're listening to this right now, we may already be on your favorite podcast platform. And if we're not, thanks for searching us out on some random ass platform. You look for the five worst podcasts in the world. We're right there at number three. It's easy to find us. Reverse filter from quality. (laughs) Of all the podcasts in the world, we're definitely one of them. We're we're just, you know, we're the nice thing is that we'll never be the worst because Joe Rogan's still a thing. Yes. I did it. That was Hot Fuzz. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead. Check, check. Next week, the world's end. Richard. Keep those movies rolling.